Hello, Do You Even Blog listeners. This podcast is sponsored by me. That's right. The digital doors to online impact are opening up this week only. That would be November 9 through November 13 and will not be open again until October 2021, a year from now. So, Online Impact is my private membership community for bloggers and podcasters and online biz entrepreneurs where you will get access to all of my courses, literally every single one, all of my tools, mastermind group matching, quarterly workshops, live calls with the community, way more stuff. That's what you'll get, but here's what you'll be able to to do. Grow more and grow faster. Stay on top of your learning with new ideas. And more importantly, I would argue, feedback on your strategy, feedback on your ideas, questions answered, accountability to implement said learning, and stay responsible for building the business you want to build faster and with less headache. I 100% guarantee that. $5,000 worth of value in the courses and tools alone. Yours this week only for 50 bucks a month. So come join us. It's open this week only. Learn more at onlineimpact.co. That's onlineimpact.co. Now on with the show. Hello, Do You Even Blog listeners. This podcast is sponsored by me. That's right. The digital doors to online impact are opening up this week only. That would be November 9 through November 13 and will not be open again until October 2021, a year from now. So Online Impact is my private membership community for bloggers and podcasters and online biz entrepreneurs where you will get access to all of my courses, literally every single one, all of my tools, mastermind group matching, quarterly workshops, live calls with the community, way more stuff. That's what you'll get, but here's what you'll be able to, to do. Grow more and grow faster. Stay on top of your learning with new ideas. And more importantly, I would argue, feedback on your strategy, feedback on your ideas, questions answered, accountability to implement said learning, and stay responsible for building the business you want to build faster and with less headache. I 100% guarantee that. $5,000 worth of value in the courses and tools alone. Yours this week only for 50 bucks a month. So come join us. It's open this week only. Learn more at onlineimpact.co. That's onlineimpact.co. Now on with the show. Hello, what's going on, blogging world? It's your boy, Pete McPherson, aka Pete McPherson, founder of Do You Even Blog? All my cleverness has gone out the window because it's like 3.45 p.m. And uh, my creativity is best suited in the morning, not 3.45 p.m. So I apologize in advance. So good news, bad news. The bad news is no podcast guest today. The good news is you got me still (laughs) talking about blogging. I have something that I want to share with you when it comes to monetizing your blog. I've been thinking about this a ton over the past Four or five days, I've had a few conversations with friends, fellow bloggers, people who are making substantially more money than you or I on our blogs, and it's really got me thinking. So I want to share kind of what I'm dubbing the four ingredients, the four, the only four required ingredients to a passive income pie. I mean, that's a little silly. That's an example, but I want to talk about passive income And really, the only four things that you absolutely must have, this is very general, this is very broad, this is not going to be super nitty gritty, do exactly this step by step and you'll make a bunch of money from an online business. No, 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 this is not that, but we tend to overcomplicate things. And so I'm going to bring us back to the KISS, right? K-I-S-S, 
keep it stupid, simple, or keep it simple, stupid. I don't know which one of those it is, but we're going to talk about that. Before I do, however, uh, let me give a little intro and just talk about podcasting for a second. I was talking to a friend of mine who is also a podcaster with way more downloads than myself even, and we were talking about running ads on podcast. And I said, like, you know, I'm not absolutely huge where podcast advertising is going to make me a ton of money, not like a a Tim Ferriss or a John Lee Dumas or an Amy Porterfield or, or something like that. And I just don't really care to do it. I haven't really had a much decent inbound for products that I want to promote. Anyways, I'm like, eh, you know, I could take it or leave it. I don't know if my audience really wants to press that skip button on your podcast player to go ahead like 30 seconds, 60 seconds exactly just to skip the ad. I don't know. Um, but what this person told me is something interesting. They said, Pete, a lot of times podcasts with advertisements, especially for well-known companies or brands or whatever, that advertisement does nothing but add authority to their podcast. It makes them seem bigger, more authoritative, right? More respectful in a lot of ways. I think he's right. First of all, I'm not going to show any ads on this podcast at the moment. I might in the future. I don't know. Uh, but for one thing, he's kind of right. Or he was kind of right, wasn't he? Adding ads, adding ads, adding ads, or really just anything that some of the big time people tend to do in their own businesses, in their own content platforms, podcasts, blogs, etc. It kind of adds authority to you to replicate some of that stuff, doesn't it? There's a balance for sure. There's a fine line somewhere in there where it could be uh, not justified slash justified. But in general, I just thought that was a really cool point. Now, I want to counter that for a second. Again, this is not the purpose of today's podcast, but I did find this interesting. I want to counter that ads adding authenticity, or excuse me, ads adding authority to my own podcast or your blog or your podcast or whatever, I want to counter that with just an idea. You can also do what you want. For example, there's no intro music to this podcast you're listening to right now. There's no, uh, well, pre-recorded intro. It's just me kind of blathering, right? Just talking to you, you and your headset, wherever you are out there in the world, doing whatever you're doing. It's just me and you right now. We're just having a conversation. I think that's actually really cool. Like, I love this about podcasting. I can literally sit down. I can record. I'm pretty decent at mixing and editing at this point. So I can release podcast episodes really quickly. And then it's so relevant. Like, I didn't record this last week. I'm recording this essentially a day or two before you listen to it, probably. If you're catching up a little bit, it might be like a couple of days or a week or even a month later. I don't know when you're listening to this. But in general, I'm pushing it out ASAP as soon as I record it. It's more like a conversation. It's more relevant. It's more timely to anything that's going on in my world of blogging, your own blog, the blogging community at large. I think that's really cool. And that doesn't bring me much authority. That's my point. I get to make this podcast what I want. Sometimes that's going to be adding ads and utilizing other pre-recorded intros and outros and very podcasty stuff. You know what I mean? When you listen to other podcasts, that sort of stuff. I'm going to do that sometimes because that's going to be easier for me or it's going to make me more money. And then I think it'll value, uh, value you. I think it will add value to you as a podcast listener as well. Sometimes that's going to happen. Other times I'm going to come back and do what I want to do with this medium. I got several thousand followers at this point. I'm really happy with where my downloads are at. I'm really happy for you listening to my voice right now for coming and listening to this podcast about blogging. 
Sometimes I just want to chat with you, like today. It's just me. There's no podcast guest. I can tell you some of the podcast guests that are upcoming. I'm finally doing uh, more and more interviews again. But in general, I just think that's really cool. There's a fine line and there is a balance between needing to be seen as authoritative. That's very important. It really, truly is if you want to grow. And I know you do if you're listening to this. But there is a need to balance that with what you want to do and what you think suits your audience best. Again, there's no right answer. It's up to you and your blog to do what you think is needed, what you want to do to make money, what your audience needs. That's not what me telling you to do is. But I just wanted to let you know that there's a balance. I was thinking about that yesterday. I thought that would be a cool way to kick off this episode. Okay, let's move on. Something a little bit different. Um, I'm going to just tease right off the bat. I know this is a solo show, but I do have some really cool podcast guests coming on really soon almost like a season two, if you will. I haven't done a whole lot of interviews over the past two and a half months. Been working on Blogger U and my funnels and trying to make this business of mine sustainable so I can continue to give you content, by the way. Thank you for supporting me in that. But upcoming guests include uh, Brittany Muller, Moz. You might have seen her uh, on Moz Whiteboard Fridays. She's an SEO guru. SEO guru. I do mean that in the real sense of the word, or at least she's a an SEO nerd. Let's just say that. I like Brittany. Uh, Brittany Muller, Tim Solo, the key um, key chief marketing officer at AHREFs or AREFs, depending on how you want to call it. I'm actually going to ask him that when he comes on the episode. How do you pronounce your company's name? It's going to be good. He produces insanely cool SEO content. Brendan Dunn, the email marketing master, is going to come on. I'm going to ask him how all of us can take his evergreen funnels to our own businesses so that if we were to go on a 17-month vacation from our blogs, how we could still attract people, how we could still nurture subscribers, and how we could still launch and sell products to these people, even if we're out of the country for two years. Uh, I'm not joking, by the way. That's not like being extravagant and facetious. I'm actually going to pose them that question, and we're going to walk through it right here on the podcast. Uh, Jeff Goins, writer extraordinaire, founder of Tribe Conference as well. Awesome, awesome, awesome human being. He's coming on the podcast as well. Lots of cool stuff coming up. So, okay, I'm going to quit rambling right about now. And let's talk about this passive income pie. If you want, we could make it passive income pizza. But I'm going to go with passive income pie. First, I'm going to lay out the ingredients. And then we're going to walk through these one by one. And lest I lose you in the details, I'm going to sum this up at the very end with what I not want, not want, not desire, what I need you, blogger, listening to this, to take away from this chat. I'm going to leave you with a takeaway after the end. Here are the ingredients for the passive income pie we're going to make right here. Number one, you have to be monetized. An offer that converts. Number two, a funnel. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't go to the next podcast. We're going to talk about that. We're going to simplify it. Number three, traffic, aka acquisition. Number four, a calculator. Boom. That is the only four required things for real, almost like 99% passive income on the internet, online business, blogging, et cetera. Passive income pie, monetize, funnel, traffic, calculator. One by one, let's dive through these really quick. Number one, an offer that converts. If you do not have any sort of monetization, whether that's your own digital product, online courses, membership sites, or affiliate links, affiliate products you're promoting, or ads via AdThrive or Mediavine or whatever, if you're not monetized, well, it can't make any money, right? And I'm kind of uh, not appalled. That's the wrong word. <laughs> I'm surprised every time I reach out to people 
that say, I'll ask them their plan, right? With their blog. Oh, I'm looking to eventually monetize, or I hope to monetize in the future, or I would love to be making an extra 100, 200, 300, $1,000 a month from my side hustle, from my online business, from my blog. And then I uh, ask them the question, okay, cool. How are you going to do that? Uh, what's your monetization strategy? What's your idea of what you want to sell? How do you want to do it? And they're like, uh, whew, I was planning on doing that tomorrow or next week or next year. Right. I totally get that. You don't have to put this as a priority. You can build your blog in other ways. However, if and when you are looking to start generating some income, especially more passive income, you have to have an offer that converts, that works, that makes money. You have to be generating money or at least have the ability if you had a funnel, traffic, and a calculator, which we'll talk about next, the possibility to generate income. Just the possibility at this stage. We're going to talk about actually making it work in the other stages. But right now, you just have to have the offer, the paid product, the paid PDF budget binder, the how-to-blog online course, the XYZ, even affiliate income, even ads monetized in some way. This is pretty self-explanatory for the most part. Um, but one more thing I'll say, instead of just an offer, I, I wrote down here in my notes, an offer that converts, that actually works. A paid course that people actually pay money for. There are a lot of different ways to do this. This is by no means easy. Most of you probably already realized that by now. It's by no means easy, but you do need to have something that generates money. Ads generate money. If you have the traffic, ads generate money. That's pretty easy. Affiliate links Mm, not quite as easy, but a little bit more than paid products, maybe, I would argue. Uh, the more traffic you have, the more likely people are to click. And the more trust you have, the more likely they are to click. That sort of thing. Paid products, you need to test it. You need to try and sell whatever you're offering. You could be, call it like a beta test. You could call it a pre-launch. You could call it a validation, something fancy, something fancy, something fancy, right? An offer that converts. You need to be monetized in some way. Now, again, I'm not going to go into any huge details about that right now. This is a broad strategy overview. Let's take it back. 10,000 foot view here. Monetize. You need to be monetized. That's the first ingredient. Ingredient number two, the funnel. The funnel. Before I start overwhelming you with marketing funnels, let me just say this. This is a funnel. Ready? A blog post that has affiliate links. That is a funnel. <laughs> the funnel actually looks a little bit bigger. It's actually some sort of traffic source like your Pinterest profile or like Google search results or uh, a Facebook ad or something. It could be anything, but landing on a blog post and then reading, getting some education on whatever you're blogging about. And then, oh, boom, there's an affiliate link. They click on, maybe they buy, maybe they don't. That could be an entire funnel. Now you only have like control of one or two of those parts, the traffic, the acquisition, which we'll talk about in the next stage. But other than that, your funnel doesn't have to be crazy, lead magnets, into webinars, into sales calls with your sales reps, into more webinars, into paid, you know, it doesn't have to be crazy traditional marketing funnels. It can be very, very, very simple. For example, I'll walk you through mine right now. On the broad level, the Do Even Blog Marketing Funnel, which is just launched, if I do say so, I'm quite proud. Uh, it's actually pretty simple. Traffic, which we'll talk about in the next step, both from paid advertising and organic traffic, onto an email course. That's pretty standard. You guys realize what email courses are probably by this point. You can do it in MailChimp, ConvertKit, Drip, Active Campaign, AWeber, whatever. An email course. At the end of this email course is one or five, 
somewhere in between them, depending on how engaged they are. Again, that's more detailed than we actually need to go right now. But it's a little quote-unquote bridge sequence, bridging this awesome email course I just sent people with this pitch I'm about to pitch them. And then it's just more emails. I send, you know, like an open cart, here's some details, here's an offer page, and there is literally a landing page with the buy button. There's some sales copy that I wrote out, and that's it. That's really it. What? How many, how many things did I go through in that? Uh, a landing page for the opt-in to the email course, the actual email course, and there's like tons of emails, and that takes time to write. This takes time to create, don't get me wrong, but it's also just incredibly simple. Landing page opt-in to an email course with a bunch of emails that eventually culminates in a three or four email pitch, right? And a landing page for that too, right? A buy button that I've set up with Thrivecar or you can use PayPal or Gumroad or whatever. Easy digital downloads to sell a paid ebook. It doesn't really matter, but that's just like three or four steps. That's actually really, really simple. So you need to be monetized. You need to have something to sell. You need a funnel of some sort. It doesn't have to be crazy complicated. It could be a simple lead magnet. You deliver the e- uh, lead magnet. You have two more emails filled with value adding content, and then you have a pitch for a paid product. It could be that simple. That's four emails, maybe a landing page and a buy button thrown in there, etc. Maybe just a PayPal link. I don't know. Depends on your offer, but at the simplest form, you got to be monetized. You need a funnel. Okay. Are you still with me? Are you still listening to me rant? Uh, number three ingredient for our passive income pie, traffic, aka acquisition. You have to have, you know, people looking at your offer in order for people to buy your offer. This is super self-explanatory, but traffic, maybe you already have it. If you have a bunch of website traffic, let's say you have like 100,000 views a month or 200,000 even. That's a great amount of traffic to your blog post. Uh, I said your blog post, meaning you could find which blog posts are working really well and then optimize those page for the top of your funnel. So they could be coming in via Pinterest or LinkedIn or Twitter or Google. It doesn't matter really, but you have the traffic there. Kick people into the funnel. That is now the top of your funnel. You can funnel people to an email course, a lead magnet, PDF, a free webinar, whatever it happens to be. And that is now the top of your funnel. Or you could use paid advertising. You could run Facebook ads right to a landing page. That would be the top of your funnel. Facebook ads, landing page, email course, pitch offer, paid product, paid customer, right? I just went like top to bottom right there of this simple funnel. So you got to have acquisition. You got to have traffic in one way or another. So if you are running paid traffic, especially, or you're otherwise paying to acquire people, as in maybe you pay freelancers to write blog content for you, and that's the top of your funnel. That's still a cost there, even though it's not paid ads per se. You're monetized. You have a simple funnel or a complicated one. You have acquisition. You have traffic. What is the only other thing you need? What's the icing on the cake that actually makes this work? That turns this from, oh, this was a lot of work. This may cost me a lot of money. This might fail miserably. What turns it from all that into, oh, wow, I'm making money? A calculator. A calculator for ROI, return on investment. The only way. Making money online in a passive way. Again, we're talking about passive income for the most part. The only way it works is if you have a very crystal clear understanding of your ROI. How much money you spend to acquire a customer or a purchase. What's the profit, right? How can you scale it? (laughs) If you're getting leads at 
$2 per Facebook uh, or with Facebook ads, sorry, if you're getting leads for $2 each via paid Facebook ads, what is each subscriber worth on average? $250? That's great. You should run those Facebook ads. Uh, again, there are lots of things that go into this calculation. I can't cover them all right here, but it starts with gross income. How much is your product, right? You sell it for $200. You sell it for $20 minus uh, PayPal fees or Stripe fees or whatever, minus um, average return rate. Maybe you subtract 10% off for people who return your products. Uh, maybe, I don't really know what else in there. Maybe you pay freelancers X amount a month and you add in some overhead. I'll leave you to calculate that stuff. You can do some Googling if you don't have degrees in accounting and finance, like I do. Um, no, you can figure that stuff out. But the important part is to find your average profit per lead. Let's just say lead. It could be new email subscriber. It could be whatever. Uh, your average profit per page view, maybe. That's another good one. And then how much does it cost to get it? If one is greater than the other, you will know what you need to do. If it costs you more uh, than, it co- than you get in return, obviously that's a low ROI. That's a negative ROI, rather. And you should change things or you should just stop and start again. Again, that's hard. It's simple for me to say on this like 20-minute podcast episode. It's incredibly difficult to implement in person, but this is the broad strategy for passive income. In fact, this is like, in my opinion, I, really, I tried to think of anything else that had to be there for this, and I couldn't think of anything. This is it. This is the four ingredients to a passive income pie. You have to be monetized. You have to have a product. You have to have an offer that converts. I guess I should add in there. You can't just have any crappy product. Of course, that's you know another process. It's not either black or white. You have an awesome product that converts or you have a complete dud. You can iterate. You can change things. You can pitch it to a different audience. You can do different stuff like that. It takes time and energy, but you can do it. You have to be monetized. You have to have some sort of funnel, some sort of way for people that enter the funnel through ingredient number three, traffic or acquisition. You have to have some way for them to receive a buy button, to receive your pitch emails. You have to have some sort of small or simple funnel to pitch people on a passive basis. And then you have to have acquisition, like we said, paid or organic or whatever. It doesn't matter how you get them as long as you get them. And you can satisfy ingredient number four, which is the ROI calculation, right? How much does it cost me to acquire a lead? How much is each lead worth? I'm going to say that once again. How much does it take me to acquire a new email subscriber? How much on average is a new email subscriber worth? Is that easy? No. Is it simple? Yes. Do we overcomplicate this strategy in our heads all the time? We do, don't we? We start thinking about monetizing our business and we jump to this idea and this idea and this idea. And then we get overwhelmed like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. There's so much to do. And we're right. There is a lot to do, even in these four ingredients. But take a step back. All of you out there who have blogs, who are thinking about monetizing one day, what's your pie look like, right? What brands of these ingredients are you? I was trying to do more food metaphors. I apologize. Uh, What do your four ingredients look like? Your monetization, your funnel, your acquisition, and your ROI calculation. What does that look like for you? What's it going to be? Lay it out on one piece of paper. No more. You don't need two pieces of paper to write out a broad overview of how you're going to make money from your blog or your business. Write it out right there. One piece of paper. In fact, like a third of a piece of paper. Draw your little pie. 
put down an offer, funnel, traffic, ROI calculation. What's yours? That's it. Okay. I'm still here. I didn't put down the microphone yet. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I hope you find this helpful. I enjoy releasing these more short form. That's not really that short, is it? Uh, These medium form podcasts where it's just me and you having a conversation wherever you're at. I know you want to blog. I know you want to make money. Probably most of you do. So I hope you enjoy these as much as I enjoy creating them. That's all. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I have more great podcast guests finally coming on the podcast sometime in the very near future. And I appreciate your listens. I appreciate your earlobes. Thanks for tuning in to the Do You Even Blog podcast. And I'll see you guys next time. Adios.